0: I'm Katie. I'm Liz, and we're not Not your your mommy. mommy.
1: Okay, am I recording? Yeah, I'm hitting record. You're literally doing nothing. Like, you're just like showing up to the pool with a glass of wine and you want to hang with your friend. Okay, perfect. I do have a glass of wine. Do you? Oh, sweet. I just poured myself a little bit of an ole. Ole, baby. Ole,
0: margarita. Oh, my God, of course. They're so good.
1: Mm. This episode is not brought to you by Ole, but it could be. Yeah, call us. Yeah, call us. This is weird for us because we've when we call each other, which basically these podcast episodes are literally <laughs> you and me on the phone, um, but I guess FaceTime because we're trying to make a video. Um, it's so weird because we don't usually, like, I, I've, I don't think I've ever called you and I was like, hey, I don't Hi, actually Katie. Don't even think I've said that. How's <laughs> no. the kids? Yeah, never. Can you imagine? I mean, are you okay. <laughs> yeah, I literally call you you don't even I don't even think you've answered the phone yet. It's two rings in and I know you're about to answer and I'm just like I hate Chris. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> or this week it was I got my period.
0: <laughs> oh my god. She's got her period. This is a moment.
1: I know. Honestly, it truly like I feel I feel like it's one of those other milestones that no one talks about. Like no one talks about when you have to, like, change diaper sizes. That's, like, a really big milestone. I Oh, um, I know. I, like, didn't like... know. And someone
0: was like, Liz, like, Emmett is, like, blowing out of his diaper. You should have changed it, like, <laughs> yeah, months totally. ago. totally. I just thought
1: I was bad <laughs> at Oops. doing diapers. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um And also, like, it's sad. You're, like, mourning. I'm, oh, like, I am Like, currently, I just got over the fact that he wasn't a size 2 anymore. I don't even want to know Ugh. what size Emmett is. Like, I, we'll talk about that another time, but it will make me yeah. too sad to even think about. Yeah. I know. Um, but – yeah, I know. And okay, so then I feel like another milestone that no one talks about, why didn't you talk to me about this, FYI, is getting a period. Like, it's like – it feels very full circle. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, like, weird that my body is totally open to have another child. Like, my body yes. is way ahead of me men- than my, yeah. mental, <laughs> my mental state. But it's, like, a big deal, I think. Oh,
0: my God. It's such a big deal. It's like – I mean – Your body hasn't done that in however many months. And Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but mine was like quite savage, like never a period I've never had
1: before. Like, yeah. So I'm not quite there yet, but I feel like actually I have so much more energy. It's almost like I'm, I hate to ever use the word, the phrase back to, because I Mm -hmm. feel like I'll never be that person. We never go back. No, we're not going back, only forward. But I do feel like i'm like like i'm kind of back to katie in a way like well Mm -hmm. first of all yeah i haven't had like i'm at the 11th like literally on cj's 11th month birthday is when i got my period and i didn't know it took that long and i know it's different across the mark yeah um or the board the people are gonna get used to me (laughs) katie just says words that aren't
0: the right word and you just have to go with it like it's that's what it is
1: (laughs) Because you know what I mean. Like, why I even know. bother I know. learning well, I the right know, word? We, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but now we have a few. Now, like, there's actually other people on this. We're basically being bugged. That's what this episode, that's yes. what these podcasts are. It's like, yeah. we've been bugged. We're being watched. Yeah. I know, we're being watched, <laughs> which I think we're kind of down with. And well clearly, oh, we're, so, we've signed I'm up so for this. into it.
0: Of course. Okay, so, like, tell me, did you, did you have to, like, go get a tampons?
1: Okay, first of all, I just want to say we've officially, like, speaking of people watching (laughs) us, we have, like, removed all men from this podcast audience. Yeah, no. Which, okay, also, I never used to be someone who would talk about my period. Like, I don't know, call me a prude, call me, like, not a Gen Z, (laughs) but I am now, like, no, sorry, like you want to have children a part of having children is women having their periods so like show up and be a part oh, of the conversation oh yeah you mean talking
0: to chris about it like you're looping him just in. well
1: not necessarily chris but like people i don't know just yeah. like men in my life i have oh, other men yeah. other than chris and i also think life.
0: the gen z's now are like i can't come to work i'm in my luteal phase like you know okay, what I mean? yeah, so like, that's <laughs> a
1: whole other place like i'm not yeah. quite there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am like totally down to tell people like, oh, I have my period today and like can you pass me a tampon in front of other humans versus like hiding it from everyone.
0: Yeah. I mean that's good, as it should be. But yeah, I asked I asked you about the tampons because I you gave oh. me all of your tampons. So you
1: sorry, I this, forgot to I forgot about this question. <laughs> yeah, so um, Katie Wait, okay, what do you mean I gave you when did I give oh when oh what what happened? When did I give okay. you all my
0: tampons? Okay, so this was like I don't know. You must have been, for sure, like, eight weeks pregnant. And you, can't, okay. you had, like, some, like, shoes and, like, clothes to return or whatever. And you <laughs> can't have some, like, shit to drop off. I'm like, okay, whatever. And you have all this stuff. And then you have this, like, costco size box of tampons. And you hand it to me. And you're like, D- I'm, like, you can just have this because, like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, excuse me? Like, this <laughs> Wait, is how you're telling me you're pregnant? But that's not
1: how – that's how I told you I was pregnant?
0: That is how you told me. And you just kind of did this, like, weird little laugh. And I was but like, do yeah, you I'm think
1: like I- – Do you think I knew that I was telling you I was pregnant? Like, that that was my announcement?
0: You know what? I don't think you even really, like, I don't, I mean, I don't think you planned it. I think it just came out. But it was, like, such a funny way to tell me. (laughs) I loved it.
1: Oh, my God. I i am (laughs) sorry.
0: No, it was hilarious. And, like, I took those tampons. Like, I
1: make a big deal out of, like, changing diaper sizes and, like, getting a period. like, pregnancy announcements? No. Yeah, totally. Here's some tampons. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I apologize. How, like, unceremonial of me. Oh, no. I mean, like, hold on. I'm trying to remember when – I always think about the weekend that you conceived um, little Emmett. (laughs) Yes. And it's amazing that he's, like, who he is today because he (laughs) (laughs) – that – because the weekend – so I don't necessarily – like, do you remember when you told me you were pregnant? What happened? So –
0: Yes, I remember because you were the first person I told. So, oh my god, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, vi- like two seconds pregnant. Like, wasn't <laughs> even <laughs> like. I think I had like the tracking app, but I was like, oh, it's gonna take a year. Like, oh, it's this is just like a cute like idea. Like, I didn't think it was like reality, and so I was at this like I was being I was um at some like freelance gig interview, and like I just felt like my boobs felt weird and my pants felt tight, and I was like, I think I texted you. I was like. I'm just gonna like do a pregnancy test, like I don't know, just to be sure. And you were like, "Ooh, like so excited!" like, remember.
1: <laughs> remember when you were like, "That was like kind of what you did on like the weekend with your oh, friends." Oh, it was like a
0: fun, like a fun thing. Like it was, it was like, like, exciting. Ooh,
1: let's roll some roulette.
0: Exactly. So you were definitely in that mindset. So I got the like the one that says like yes or no, and well, like let's be real,
1: you had literally like gotten home from your honeymoon, like probably 30 days before.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. And then the like I the week... to me,
1: I like, I need people to like really enroll me in the fact that they're like moving into this new chapter of trying to be a mom. Yeah, in fairness I, to you, I have I didn't like a give hard you time that. like categorize. I'm like, oh, okay, whoa, I need time with this new information. I mean I yeah. clearly gave you zero time with my new information, <laughs> but I need some yeah. more time. <laughs> I
0: know. So yeah, anyway, the weekend Katie's referring to we were at a stagette. We were just yeah, like oh, yeah, all kinds ate, of everything. Drank just all the debauchery. So came home from that, had the fateful sex that resulted in Emmett, but did the pregnancy test immediately. Says yes, and I called you and I was like, "Oh, like I'm pregnant," and you were like, "Oh, are we excited? Like what?" <laughs> and I, I, like I actually had to just talk it through and say it out loud to someone who wasn't my husband first because I yeah. just was like I don't even really know how I feel and obviously I'm feel so lucky that it was such like a it all worked s- out seamless thing but um totally yeah but then my period my first period after having Emmett was like I've always been like a really chill period girl like could like wear a tampon for like a whole day
1: like yeah, again,
0: like we weeded out the male audience. They're like
1: unsubscribed. Oh my god, yeah. Like so I yeah, might as well like, just like take off. I'm so hot. Like I would I'm rather just kids. So, do this naked, so <laughs> maybe we since there's no men in the audience here. Like I think we Let's should just take it off, baby. That. Yeah. Um.
0: It. So yeah, always had like they a very, all re-enter the chat room. Yeah, I know. So always had a really chill period, and this first one, I was like sitting on the couch, wearing pajama shorts. Aaron's sitting beside me. I'm wearing like a regular tampon
1: and oh my god I like had the balls or the ovaries yeah. I guess to yeah. um I don't know yeah. um to buy a light one the a light box oh my books.
0: god okay well that was not my journey so oh no honey went.
1: I'm I'm now wearing the big ass like don't you worry yeah
0: okay, okay so I'm literally sitting there and I feel this like rush of and I'm like oh my god I stand up and somehow it didn't get on the couch but like literally like running down my legs and Aaron's like oh my god what is happening I'm like I'm gonna need you to go to shoppers because he bought me tampons before I'm like you, this isn't a yellow situation like we've graduated to like green like whatever yeah to super. totally so his yeah, nickname with the plus for me was super flow <laughs> yeah exactly he was like okay super flow <laughs> whatever you need oh my god it was I love yeah it. it was dark but yeah this is a moment for you it's such a like transition time
1: I know it is. Speaking of transition, um, I haven't even told you, but obviously, I need. I'm like looking for a nanny. I think I mm-hmm. I actually went on Facebook and looked at my first post, and I wrote it like four or five months ago. So I have been looking for a nanny for a really long time. But yes, <sighs> I'm in the midst of a transition, which I'm sure will come up lots in this podcast, mm-hmm. um, where I am going full, full, full back into the swing of things at Kokomo. Yeah. So that'll happen in the next month or so here. Um, but before I do that, I need to find someone to look after this beast of a child of mine throughout <laughs> the days. Yes. Um, cause as it turns out, I am not the stay at home mom type, um, which I'm happy we're able to rule that out. Cause you never know, but maybe everyone else around me knew that that definitely was not going to be my dream title. I have, I literally don't know how people do it. It's a way too hard of a job for me. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm trying to find a nanny actually when the, prospective nanny showed up yesterday um sorry you can hear my child hitting the ceiling right now um when this prospective nanny showed up yesterday she was like so full of energy and I literally looked at her after spending the last like nine hours with my child yeah. I like looked at her like so dead I was like <laughs> how do you have so much energy after nannying all day and she, and she was like I don't know like I just I don't know I was, oh like my oh my god. god take my child yeah um so is she good? But no, okay. So that's what I was going to say. I had all I put so many marbles in this basket. Like, she was just, like...
0: Okay, again, you mean on- eggs in the basket. Like, no one puts marbles <laughs> oh, like in the yeah. basket.
1: Wait, like, are you yeah. sure it's not
0: marbles? 100% sure.
1: I think I've been, like, telling people for the last 24 hours that I had all my marbles in this basket. <laughs> They're like, oh, poor girl. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, she's lost her marbles. Yeah. Oh, that one's God. right, right? That's the right Yes, thing. that's right. That's the right one. Okay. All right, so... I yeah it wasn't all my marbles came out of my basket um Mm -hmm. I I don't know I like put too much like she checked off everything on paper and I was Mm -hmm. so excited even down to like she was from the country that Chris and I want to move to right and I don't want to give too much just in case like this podcast blows up and she's like she's talking about me um yeah but Anyways, she – it didn't, and I was so deflated. Chris was like, chill out and also be nice. You're, like, being – like, you're – yeah, not fun to hang around right now. But I was just so devastated. Like, it is so hard to find a nanny.
0: It's so hard. I think I told you about, like, I mean, we looked – A little bit. Like, we were on all these, like, daycare, like, wait lists. Like, I'm pretty sure we still haven't been called from wait lists that we put Emmett on (laughs) when he was, like, a month old. (laughs) Like, it's, like, we're, you know, it's the wild west out there. But we went and we we visited a nanny. It's a nanny share. And it was – she was doing it out of her apartment. And, like, I just walked in and immediately – like, I I think I was also, like, so – like just such a bitch because I'm like I like how am I ever gonna find someone? How is this ever gonna work? And we left and I just like burst into tears. I'm like, well, I guess
1: I'm just like never gonna have childcare. Like I can't. Okay, and you totally understand because so many women exit the workforce after they have children, yes, and now makes I get sense. it. Like, yeah, I feel like so much more needs to be done from a social. Perspective oh my gosh, this well, like podcast the podcast is too. not about that. Yeah, no, oh, this is it's not crazy. a. Yeah, yeah. but Like, we're just not um, here to talk politics. Um, no. But, yeah, I'm in the midst of finding a nanny, and I feel like it takes so much work. Like, I, it, I'm interviewing, like, three people a day, but it's just crazy. It's- I know. It is so, so tough.
0: And, like, yeah, I mean, we – it was, like, very serendipitous. Like, where Emmett ended up with daycare, um, he, like, goes to the daycare that I went to, as that's so cool I love yeah it. and she's amazing and I mean she doesn't work in the summer though which obviously like you know oh yeah my okay, work so never what sleeps. are you doing
1: yeah what are you doing right now I'm just like, like what patching... do people do during the summer because like work doesn't stop in the summer
0: no I know I mean I guess like kids or um parents with like elementary school kids they put them in camps which I've done like a few camps but he's three like this camp mm. is like 40 minutes okay like that's not totally. enough time <laughs> like, yeah and I even felt bad like I dropped him off at gymnastics and all the other moms are just sitting there watching the whole time like oh like I was You're like, hoping I to like to go do. get a coffee or like go for a power okay, walk once, Katie, I went like,
1: to, once I went to this workout this is so different but just FYI actually you know what I'm not gonna tell it it doesn't make me look good keep going okay <laughs> um <laughs> I love that but, but tell me after
0: um yeah. so yeah I'm just like piecing it together we have a few different babysitters um and yeah like this week so we're we get our we're moving we're getting our house on Monday so this week has been like a mad rush of like you know signing all the paperwork giving over like millions of dollars like
1: that As you and do then I yes, uh,
0: exactly and then just started this contract with a I'm not gonna say the Brent should I not say the brand?
1: No, I think like just a super, like a big brand brand that isn't Vancouver based.
0: Yes. Like very excited about it. And so started the contract with them. And so congrats by the way. Thank you. I'm so excited. So I started today or today we had a call and I literally just put Emmett in front of the TV downstairs was like, please God be quiet for an hour. Like
1: just I, like, were like, you so nervous on the call? Like, how do you, how do you stay present in your work and with clients when you know your child is like upstairs?
0: Yeah, literally, like, like who knows? Right, it could come down yeah. any minute. Yeah. So he, I mean, I always try and like feel it out. Like, most clients are very like receptive and easy, and so many people have kids, but these were all like, I don't know. I could just tell some of them didn't have kids, and like they're so cool. These like creatives and with these like amazing jobs and I want them to think I'm cool but I'm also like I have a three-year-old downstairs who could emerge at any moment (laughs) so and they're like going through all these decks like walking me through the like concepts so I can like come up with this headline and I'm like really trying to be present and I can kind of keep hearing downstairs like I mean I was very clear with Emmett like I laid it out I'm like this is the expectation we're doing quiet time I I clearly you're not sleeping but like mommy has to work and he's like okay you, you work you work I'm like okay and so he honestly lasted probably I don't know like 45 minutes and then I just like what got this saying? feeling I'm like he's gonna come up I can just feel it and like mm-hmm. I need to say it because I'm gonna feel like weird if I'm like not paying attention and then he's there so anyway I just said I was like sorry I just like need to say a three-year-old like might be joining the call at any moment a <laughs> three-year-old. three-year-old and they're like oh, okay yeah like no big deal um, but you could tell, like, I don't know, I just think they were sort of like, well, we like, we have to get through this like deck and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So he did come up and yeah, like, I'm trying to like, you know, seem like the cool copywriter who has it all together. And he's like, mama, I'm so hungry. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And they were a bit, like, finally, they were like, okay, I think you have everything you need. Like, you know, go help your hungry child. But yeah. And then like, I'm, you know, rushing for us to do this and find that Emmett has just like taken a shit on the couch and I'm like oh my god like I have to go (laughs) well okay so did you clean it up yeah I mean I did my best but he it wasn't like a full shit on the couch it was like I don't know I love that
1: you're like it's so fun talking to you because it's like seeing my future in like two years yes like
0: yes well like he's so we're in the midst of potty training it's like a whole thing like please call me if you've potty trained a boy and like know how to do it
1: yeah, maybe but, even like you know, what did they say? Yeah. Leave a review with any potty training. I'll also take sleep training uh tips. Yeah.
0: Yeah, honestly. But um yeah, he was like I don't know, wearing a pull up because he was supposed to be sleeping and so he like kinda did it in the pull up, but then it like kinda like also escaped okay. a little bit. Okay. He he had a lot of yogurt. He's not vegan. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. But yeah, no. So it's just like a bit of like a crazy week. But yeah, I mean, work doesn't stop. And I'm doing I'm like working on a piece that's going to be published. Um, Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. So that's like
1: due in a week. Luckily, I have a babysitter tomorrow. Okay, so is that what you do? So personally, because Mm -hmm. I'm not fully in it yet. I feel like – I'm like, okay, I try to have a nanny um, or a friend or someone like twice Mm -hmm. a week. And then I basically – anything that comes up in between those days, I just Mm -hmm. add it to a to-do list for Tuesday or add it to a Mm to-do list for Mm -hmm. Thursday. And then when I get to Tuesday, I just go through it. So do you kind of just like parking lot, parking lot, parking lot?
0: Yes. Like anything that I'm like, okay, this I can kind of just do – you know, because Emmett's like older than Siege. So I can kind of – like he can be like playing with his cars and I can – Go through some how emails. Do
1: you, how do you – okay, yeah, emails. But, like, how do you – you you don't actually, like, do creative work when your child is in the same room as you, do
0: you? Honestly, I weirdly kind of can sometimes. You're
1: such a freak. You're such a little word witch. Like, how do you – how are you <laughs> just, so talented?
0: It, okay, well, relax. But, like, <laughs> I'm like – I I think it's, like, an escape for me in a way. Where I'm like, okay, like, we're in the, like, you know, mundane, like – day-to-day of just like being with my toddler and like it's almost like a little like I get to like flirt with my other life and just like pop in and like I will say there's like certain projects where I'm like okay like I definitely need to be like you know heads down quiet babysitter in a coffee shop like not in my space but there's just certain things that I I can but yeah mostly I like compartmentalize so with this week I've known Friday Friday's my day
1: Speaking of compartmentalizing, so today I'm like, it's a work day. I'm driving to work. I have mascara on for the first time all week. Like, she's mm. feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I think I have a great outfit on. Life's good. And I'm literally wearing what I am right now. And I look down and I'm like, what the fuck, Katie? You're wearing a button-up <laughs> shirt. And, okay, I know we've What's all had different that? transitions. Well, you, I know we've all – different transitions of breastfeeding and when we return to work and all these things but all Mm -hmm. of mine is kind of colliding because that's just like in our life and so a lot of times I end up bringing Siege into the city with me because I live in Squamish so to me like going to work is going into the city and a lot of times I'll bring him with me and I don't feed him in my company or like in my shop because that's just awkward but mm-hmm. I will like feed him in the car pre going yeah. into the shop or at the end of the day and so yeah. like I always have to be so specific in what I wear so mm-hmm. that like a I look cute and I'm dressed for the weather and I'm dressed professionally and I'm dressed to feed my child at any moment right. whenever he needs it and sometimes it is actually like on a park bench outside of my work as well so and today I wore literally a breastfeeding like uniform and I'm so mad at myself because I wasted an, like a Siege open oh, on I see. the rest of the people. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, and now, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I don't know. You have to be no, so like, strategic. Totally. but like now, And now shirts.
1: I'm like, oh, and when I'm with Siege, I can't wear like a cute like tank top or I can't wear like a dress because yeah. like no one needs my dress to be pulled up from my knees all the way up to my boobs. Like that's not the look we're going for. So, Is he like at like,
0: that base? Like he'll like pull it down?
1: Oh no, but like I'm just saying, when I feed him, like how? Like oh, I unless see. I can pull it down, I have to pull it all the way up. There's he doesn't only like men two ways to get you. at them. Yeah. Well, there's no. I just mean when I'm actually needing to get access to my boob. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wearing a dress. There's no other way. But yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, totally.
0: I mean, I like didn't breastfeed for as long as you did um, or are, but I definitely remember like button-up shirts. That was like my only thing I could
1: wear. I know, like, but then when I'm with him I'm like, oh, I can't wear like this cute thing. Anyways. It's like you good. also like just, he's eating solids. You don't want to get like avocado all over like your nice shirt, right? Yeah, 100%. I feel like I have like very specific things that I can wear with very specific variables and it's like, yeah, today I screwed up. I fully screwed up. It's okay. It happens. You look really cute. I love that shirt. I I feel like people place so much importance on like what they're going to wear and like planning their pregnancy outfits and like maternity clothes and all that but then the post is like really like first of all post like hospital I was still wearing hospital underwear for like six full weeks and I needed clothing that like I could wear with them underneath and then you need like breastfeeding accessibility um clothing for you know as long as possible as well
0: oh I know those hospital underwear I like I was like washing them and Aaron was like doing the laundry and he was like, I think you're like, I think these are like disposable. I'm like, don't yeah. you ever say that. Don't oh, touch yeah. those. It's,
1: don't. Do not dispose. I don't care no. what they're for. Do not dispose. So do you know what happened to me? Yeah. I was obsessed with them from our Squamish hospital, but then I end up getting transferred to Lionsgate. We can go mm-hmm. through that another episode, another time, another margarita. And I, they gave me. Also, hospital underwear, but they gave me like a different brand or a different size or Mm. something. Anyways, I hated them. They cut in. First of all, no one should feel like they have love handles. Like that's just like that's not our vibe. Like we need. No, they should be like smooth to the skin. Like better. Um, They should basically be skim. Like like actually, Kim Kardashian. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. Yeah. You need to create hospital underwear. But what I will say is, I actually have the best news for you. So. Then when I went back to Squamish, because again, story for another day, yeah. I was in there and I was like, oh, by the way, to the nurse, can you grab me some more of your underwear? They're so much better here than they were at Lions." I love that you asked. <laughs> oh, do you know me? Like if no. there's a – like it, like, yeah, if if there's a will or not – that's <laughs> not really the saying for this, but basically I'm always going to ask for what I want. Yeah, like like if I can ask for something, I will ask for it. Yes. And Chris yes. knows because I ask for like 600 things a day, but because I can. Yeah. And – so I ask her, and she's like, "Oh, I actually have like a full bag here." So I ask her, and she pulls out the bag, and it was Chris's company. Chris, my husband's company, oh makes the best hospital underwear possible. So, so can he? Get I almost don't want to tell too many people because all three of you that are listening are going to now know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so just let me know when you're ready for
0: oh for a new gosh. hospital undie. Yeah, I loved those things. Like I remember putting them on right after and you know when you first have the baby and you feel like you're like so skinny? Like I just felt like the like my belly was gone and I just put those undies on and I like looked in the mirror and was like, I am a Victoria's Secret model. Like I feel incredible. Wait,
1: we actually need to tell this story and possibly post this photo if I can convince you. Yeah, so I – I don't remember when you told me you were pregnant I don't remember like any of these big things but my one of my top favorite memories of you is when you told me you were going into labor and I actually really hope that we can dig up this photo and that you will somehow allow me to post it because it's so good I know know the one yeah so I get a text from Liz at like I don't know what time at night and and it's just like my water or what what was it like I'm basically like I'm going into labor and then and then it was like I've been at the hospital they gave me so much drugs and then it was just all these selfies of her in the hospital underwear like basically like nudes to be like how hot do I look and you thought you were oh I was like sorry uh, am I watching a Victoria's Secret like runway model or like show right now (laughs) like where's the wings literally oh where were your wings if you had wings you'd be wearing them and <laughs> you oh my God. and I loved it and you had like you were like about to give birth your belly was like so big and you did look you looked amazing but the drugs definitely gave you this new vigor for yourself I guess you. Could we say. need to
0: post that photo I mean I, th- I look back and I'm like oh yeah like I obviously look like high but I also think <laughs> I was just so I don't know I was in Like a new realm, but yeah, the underwear just really do something for like no wonder part of mama.
1: Oh yeah, or like yeah, exactly, or like a pre labor mama, I guess. No wonder I was no wonder after watching you like give birth and do all that. I was like, okay, I can do this. Probably because I was like, I want some of those drugs, baby. (laughs) I
0: know, I know. It's like cracks me up when you say that. I was like the reason that you're like, okay, I can have a baby. Like, we'll get into it, but like, I had a really rough go with, you know, all kinds of things, postpartum depression, feeding. But yeah, Katie was like, Yeah, no, you're the reason why I thought I could be a mom. And Oh yeah.
1: Honestly, yes, Liz. You first of all, your child was like ten out of ten cute and like such a doll and still is. Like that little nose is so cute. It's weird you don't notice characteristics of your friends until they have babies and you're like, oh my God, you've got the cutest nose. Like who knew? Oh my god, it's so true.
0: That's how I feel about siege. Like when I was watching him the other day, and we were just like, I was like, oh my God, like, he's you. Like, I feel like I'm holding you in my arms. Like,
1: he's just so sweet. I love it. Um, okay. I feel like we keep talking about, like, oh, that's to come, or like, we need to tell that story. So maybe we should actually just stop this phone call right now quickly to just say a little bit about ourselves. Cause I realize we never really introduced ourselves. I guess we're just assuming, like, I would say our moms, but I'm not even going to send this to my family. Definitely um, not. Okay, cool. So, um, like, hi, Chris, and hi, Erin. Um, but, yeah, our two listeners. Oh, wait, but they're men, and they've already left the building. So it's truly just us, but I thought that we could kind of introduce ourselves and just, like, talk a little bit about who we are and, like, our children-ish, and then also what our guests can expect from us this season of Not Your Mommy. Yeah. So um, first of all, I'm Katie, (laughs) a little late in the game, but hello, I'm Katie and I am new to this motherhood thing, which is, I mean, I guess I've already been in it for 11 months, um, but it feels like I'm so new. And I guess because there's so many new phases and sounds like everyone's always feeling new all the way up until the end. So yeah, I think... I mean, I don't really know what more to tell about myself, but i you may have been to one of my restaurants. I own Kokomo with my business partner here in Vancouver. I currently, and for a while, uh, live in Squamish, and this is where I delivered my baby. And yeah, I'm excited to tell the story of what it's looked like for me to be a mom over this last year. Um, and really take you guys along for the journey as I go through some pretty big transition here over the next few weeks, um, getting more full-time back into Kokomo. Um, and really, that's the biggest thing. And then, you know, some – honestly, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> I'm excited that's to take big. you guys along for the ride. Yeah, totally. And figuring out what that looks like because um, it's already Yeah, – I've already learned so much and I'm already kind of in that transition. So – yeah, that's really what you can expect from me personally. Um, but Liz, do you want to share a little bit about yourself and your family?
0: Yeah. So um, I am a copywriter and some people – Word still which think we call her. Yeah, word witch. Some people still think copywriter means like legal, like I like do copyright. So no, it's like a creative role. I work it's with marketing teams. Yes. Um, on their, you know, all kinds of marketing communications. But I um, – That's how
1: Liz and I first met, FYI, is that we both worked in branding at Lululemon.
0: Yeah, totally. And um, actually when Katie opened the first Kokomo, I was working for a different smaller company um, and then was laid off and then kind of just like came to freelance. Um, did like one project and I was like, this is the best. And I've been doing freelance now for – Seven years, I think. So yeah, my clients are, um, you know, coming from Lululemon initially was a lot of like health and wellness retail brands, but I've got, had a chance to work with all different kinds of clients and different industries and yeah, I love it. It's never dull. And I also am just recently like really investing in my personal writing. So I um, have been taking some writing classes and I'm writing a book. I'm writing a memoir about my, you know, my experience with becoming a mom and, um, my experience with postpartum depression, which we'll definitely get into in this podcast for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I also am really excited to share more about that and I, uh, have a three year old and his name is Emmett. He's pretty cute. Like Katie said, and, um, we're just in like a t- we're, I mean, we're in a different kind of transition with him. Like, you know, he's has a personality and he's has tantrums and who's his pants and all kinds of things, but, um, and, the couch. and we also just bought a house Yeah, we are living yes. in the New West, which, um, we moved back to, we were living in Vancouver when I first had Emmett, but we're, li- we we moved back to the burbs and yeah. So we're just transitioning into that and, Yeah, it's a constant, like, juggle for me to figure out how to, like, write personally, write for work. Like, you know, like, Katie and I this week, I was like, I just don't have time to work out. Like, can we just say that's okay for this week? Like, there's always something that feels like it has to give. Yeah, it's like a triangle. Yeah, it's like a dance trying to figure it out. But, yeah, I'm so
1: excited. I feel like um, I'm constantly coming to you and learning from you because you are just that much – more ahead of me in this, and yeah, I feel like especially over these next eight weeks, I'm really gonna need to lean on you to understand like how to move through this. So I think this is like a great time to capture these phone conversations that we're already having, and I'm excited to like yeah. Oh, sorry. There's like literally a wild beast named CJ above me and just throwing things around. He doesn't walk, but he somehow can like fly. Um, apologies. But yeah, and then so what people can fully expect. So that's kind of our individual journeys. Um, And then, yeah, I think we really want to share our birth stories. I am such a believer that what we just went through um, through that birthing experience was this like real rite of passage. And when you look at the different stages of of, rites of passages, um, a big part of that is like coming back to your village and Um, integrating all of your learnings back into your village so that everyone can partake in those learnings. And I haven't felt really comfortable sharing a lot through social media. I don't um, love sharing photos of my son with, with the greater audience. And so this is a great platform that feels really safe and comfortable where we can actually just be super vulnerable and talk about what's actually coming up in our weekly lives. And be here and learn from each other and hopefully other people feel like they're a part of that. If we do have guests on, um, it's not really going to be us interviewing them. It's really going to be them a part of the conversation and sharing their crazy stories of the week and, yeah, asking, you know, maybe us questions. Yeah. Um, And then we also want to do some episodes where we – talk through some of our personal experiences with um, pregnancy with childbirth thing as an action um, and then also our postpartum experience and then anything else that just feels really natural so that's kind of what we're thinking this is all a work in progress so feel free to reach out um, if you go on our instagram and just comment or even just review this with what you want to hear us hear from us. What are those stories that we haven't shared with you that you are like dying to learn? Or maybe you're in a specific spit a stage in your life that you want to share. The real seed to this podcast being created was truly like personally for me, I found that I didn't have a lot of examples of woman entrepreneurs doing this, like doing this thing that we call work-life balance that doesn't exist. Um, you know, I had a few people that I could follow on Instagram or people that I could DM or ask questions to, but um, I really didn't see a like a living, breathing example necessarily. And so I wanted to be able to dive into that and share like the actual details of like, how do you build out your calendar or like, what do you, you know, finance finances or yeah. How do you fit in a workout or how are we potty training? How are we sleep training so that we can be our best selves, you know, during the day? Um, you I can't believe I just said best selves. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like how are we, what are the actual details of our lives? And that's truly like the seed of like the why behind why we've created this podcast. So let us know what you actually want to hear.
0: Yeah. Totally. And also we've talked about this too, like motherhood can be, I mean, it's a beautiful, wonderful, hard thing, but it can also be really lonely. And so if we can be like a voice in your ear when you're, you know, out for a walk or just like at home with your kids podcast for me or such, like they're like a friend. So yeah we'd love to be that
1: totally and I don't think this is only for the entrepreneur mom I think this is for not the every mom I think like we all like ever since I had a child I was like holy I'm like wildly connected to all these people in the world like we've all been through the same experience and all have our own version of it and all have so much to share with each other and cry about and laugh about together so yeah I'm excited for this to be that for someone Okay, let's wrap it up with one of our favorite things to talk about, which is mom hacks.
0: Yes.
1: Um, okay, you go ahead. You, go, I'm sure okay. you've got some from the week.
0: Yes. I mean, and some of these are like what not to do because, um, you know, it's just a learning process. But um, right now we're dealing with Emmett is crawling out of the crib. So I think it's kind of like old. for Like he he just turned three and he just started doing it. I went on this writing retreat. I came home. He was no longer in his crib through the night.
1: Oh, my God. How dare you leave? Don't do that again. I know. I felt like I was being punished. Um,
0: (laughs) So we – and, yeah, anyway, I mean, he eventually goes to sleep, but it's a lot of, like, crawling out of the crib, got to go back. And so last night or the night before, Aaron and I were, like, trying to think of, like, funny or, like, things to say to get him (laughs) to stay in his bed. And we told him, like, buddy, you got to stay in the bed or the bed police are going to come. Oh, my
1: God. And I know. The police. Like, what? Who do I think I am? And I used to be scared of the Sandman. I used to think the Sandman oh, was the coming Oh, the Sandman.
0: Forgot about the Sandman. My grandma used to talk about the Okay, him but, but keep going. Okay, so he – and he looked, like, truly terrified. I'm like, oh, no. Like, maybe I went too far. And I look on the monitor, and he's not in the crib. I come in, and he's kind of just, like, crouched on the carpet. He's like, are the – are the police coming? I'm like, oh no. I've given my child a oh, complex no. about like the police and authority.
1: So yeah, oh, don't do that. But also if you figure okay. out how to get So use the Sandman. But I was so scared of the Sandman that I was like scared to go to sleep. So that doesn't work either. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so yeah. I was just that.
1: listening to Lala Kent with Stasi on her podcast and she was saying that she basically talks about santa like he's god so she'd be like i'm gonna call santa or santa this santa that oh yes and, like, santa is big i
0: used to tell Emmett that santa was because we have like a like monitor when like the little red light he would see and i would tell him the red light was santa Or oh, like santa it. was looking and like if santa's looking oh my god you're not asleep and he would look like so, he fully believed me and like scared <laughs> of course um yeah and then my other thing oh hey okay. I was just thinking about this this morning because I feel like everything's so chaotic and I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm letting things slip. Like I'm like not really doing potty training right. Sleep's kind of messed up. But I'm like, this is just like summer of
1: yes. Yes. You know, you know my view on that.
0: Yes. Like just like have three popsicles, watch a movie until 10. Like we'll figure it out in September. But like, I think like you can all have your own interpretation of that. But like.
1: You only get like 15 summers before yeah, they never want to hang it is. with you again.
0: Yeah. And like I'm also into not taking that on as like pressure. Like you have to make the summer perfect yes. for your kids. It's more just like no.
1: just give yourself – to room. them perfect is the fr- is the freezy every day. It's so like, true. That's perfection. It's not like what yeah. Instagram tells you perfect is. Exactly. So like say yes to the freezy. Say yes to the TV. Whatever it is like yeah I totally agree with you. That's like – 100% my perspective as well. Yeah, do you have any? Um mine are all food related and real quickies, but I mean, you could also say like is this bad mom or genius mom? I'm going with genius. But uh, finding things for him to eat every day, especially cuz like he usually just hates it all and throws it all on the ground, so when you put in effort into something, it's like Ugh. so it's the opposite of rewarding. And so you know what I was like screw it I am not gonna make you a five course meal like I or a five star meal like I would want to make you and I just microwaved for three minutes an Amy's or Annie's like one of those organic it's organic okay burrito bean and rice gluten-free I mean like give me some points and I ate half, and he ate half, and he loved it. He's probably never had so much salt in his. He literally didn't know that that much salt existed in this world, but he loved it. It was a total win, and he got protein in, and I felt really good Perfect. about it.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so that's a win. That. Keep
1: those things in the freezer.
0: Yes, so quick and easy. And then, and I love that you like shared lunch together.
1: Oh yeah, totally. And then the I was so hungry after. And then the other win was also food related. So he always sees me eat these like little energy ball things. If you know me on Instagram, you know I post about them like 100 times a day because they keep me alive. But they have like too many seeds that I'm scared he's going to choke on. So I don't – he doesn't really eat them. But he always wants them. So I randomly had this like sweet potato. I actually had a purple one so it looks really cool. And I roasted it and then I – and then it was cold and I just took it and like rolled it into little mini balls and then I like coated it with – um. so it's literally just yam. And then I coated it with coconut, shredded coconut. And it looks like the exact same energy balls that I eat every day. And he eats the whole thing. Like, he's obsessed with it. And I give it to him after everything, almost like a dessert. And he, like, even if he's so sick of his meal, he'll, like, shift gears and eat this yam thing, which is amazing. So I feel – I think so, too. I'm like, hmm, what else can I coat in shredded coconut? You're so good.
0: You're so good with the food. I'm like, here's chicken nuggets.
1: I thought I would be. I thought I would be amazing with food. And it's like I said I'm like not even a food person anymore. He's ruined it for me.
0: Well, it's just so much effort. And like you said, like when they throw it on the ground, it's just such a discouraging feeling. And it's just like, okay, what's all this effort for? So, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: speaking of, one more thing to just wrap it up with. Did you find with Aaron that you thought he was like not able to do certain things and then you had a kid and it's like his – life it's his it's his blood and suddenly he can do these things so for instance Chris like could never make smoothies that was my job he doesn't make smoothies he doesn't know how to use the blender (laughs) we have a child and he makes like three smoothies a day now and they're all for CJ and they're all amazing and he's like a whiz with all the ingredients and with the blender and like he is a smoothie master in our, our household now but for 10 years he couldn't work the blender
0: my gosh way to go do you have any of those things well okay Aaron is like one of those people who's actually just like sort of quietly good at everything but Mm, I obviously didn't know like how that would translate into parenting so he's just like he is really um he makes Emmett's most of Emmett's meals he when Emmett was a baby he was the one who had like the touch with like rocking him to sleep and like settling him down in the crib um for the most part yeah, and he's also—I mean, this isn't really like a skill, but he's just so much more patient with the toddler.
1: It's a skill, I guess. It's it is a, skill. a skill.
0: I watch him. I'm like, oh my god, you are a is saint. But then I remind you. myself, he's like not with him as nearly as much yeah. as I am.
1: So I know it's true. Yeah, is he a patient with you?
0: Yeah, he's patient. He—I mean, okay, so Lord he's knows. just an angel.
1: He's not a devil like like uh, Chris is. Like he's—he he's, can be a bit of a devil. anyways we're gonna wrap that here hopefully chris hasn't made it this far into the podcast so i guess like i don't know subscribe is that a thing i feel like it's follow now and check us out on instagram if you want to see what liz looked like as a Victoria's secret model in (laughs) hospital underwear and we'll see you guys next wednesday yeah bye